Alright, well, it's... Wow, it's that time again. It's the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast hour or two. Uh, depends on what we bicker about today. But uh, again, it's two guys, two mics, two pints. I'm Nestor, joined here by Henry G. And uh, it's bottled number 86, if you can believe it. Uh, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Um, you know, glad to be alive, healthy, catching games every day. It feels like right now on every platform, you know, in Europe, here, in, in the States. So soccer is amongst us in every uh, crevice, and I've been enjoying it. How about you, man? How's everything? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, sometimes a little too much because we've also, well, I've also been paying a little bit more attention to MLS and uh, catching some uh, Liga Mekis. Uh, when I can, but uh, yeah, it, like you said, almost feels like too much, uh, too much of a good thing, you know, such as water, you'll drown, you mm-hmm. will drown, but um, let's get into some, some, some happenings around, uh, around the world of football, um, you good with that? Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to start off with the new Ballon d'Or rules, I don't know if you heard about that, yeah, um, I did. I did. They're they're restructuring it. The main things are uh, kind of complaints that we've all had about, which was the timing of it. They they used to measure a calendar year, which splits the season in two, and really they the vote is in October or something like that. So you're already taking away three months or four months, I should say, because you're not accounting for. Uh, half of October, November, and December, and then the summer months where no one's playing. Or there is one tournament in Europe and then South America. It's always been a little confusing on how they really operate that. Now it's going by the season, and I don't know about the timing of it because that would indicate that the uh, award is presented in the summer, and I don't know if there's any word on that. Do you know? I don't know. No, no, I'm not 100% sure. It'd be, it'd be good for them to, to do it at that point, too. Um, they're also not factoring in past performances, which doesn't make sense to me because I, I always figured that's what it was. How do you, how do you even determine that? I think it, it does merit uh, some uh, boost to your reputation if you've had a, a, a good season prior. I think if you just have an amazing season out of nowhere, out of the blue, which is rare, I think it's harder to get uh, that Ballon d'Or type love. I think you, you do have to show some kind of consistency Mm-hmm. I think every player that's won it has been class for seasons leading up to it. I think what classifies the Ballon d'Or a lot of times isn't even your performance. It's also the accolades you amass throughout that season. And that's what it really is. It's never been given to the best player in the world on the spot unless it's so undoubtedly you know, clear. And yeah, I, I like I like the idea. I think for denominations, it will make prob you know it will create problems for for timekeeping sake because it's kind of hard to call a player the twenty twenty three Ballon d'Or winner if if most of his or the the chunk of his maybe great performances were in the last calendar year calendar year. So that's a bit tricky as well. But I mean, overall, I think it had to be done eventually, right? I mean, and now my question is what. What credibility does this give to the FIFA Men's Player of the Year or or whatever that other award is called? Because they give two of them per year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. FIFA started doing one, I think, I want to say like six, seven, eight years ago or something. Yeah, and now they'll align. So I'm just curious, like, which yeah. one is more valid now? Yeah, and um, one thing that, the, that FIFA also is 
is uh, implementing is only only team only countries that have teams in the top 100 the na- the national teams yeah that, that are in the top 100 uh, ranking uh, are going to have a vote yeah so you you can't be like from I don't know Sri Lanka voting for mem- for I don't know you know Jorginho or well that's that's the issue I was seeing in a lot of countries not with with uh, not much of a pedigree in football had votes in in the last um, either if it was the Ballon d'Or or the FIFA men's player I forget but they showed they showed the votes and it was like places like Zimbabwe voting for. Um, like the randomest player you can think of. Yeah, man. yeah. There, it's there just was, like there was an outrageous one. Shira Mobley, somebody voted for. Yeah, it. it's like what the fuck. Yeah, there, there was some outrageous ones. It's like why does that guy get? Why does he take away a vote? Because it's not giving a vote. It's taking away from someone that more deservedly has it. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you look at their, you know, second and third place guy. Um. So I guess it, it does help in taking that away. But again, I don't know if that's necessarily a hundred percent fair. It's just just because your team happens to be in. 99th place as opposed to 102nd does that mean you have a bigger voice you know it's gonna it's gonna strongly favor uh european and and south american teams that's those are that's the congregation that is for sure if not forget about top 100 they fill up most of top 50 you know so i mean they're gonna all their countries are gonna be represented the problem is that now asia and oceana might have one two three teams that can vote or you know, yeah. federation. So it sucks, but to be fair, catch up. You know, if you <laughs> yeah. want to be considered better, you have to be better, and and that does reflect ultimately your football knowledge. You know, um, although there are countries that are very passionate about football, but their national teams are shit. You know. So, yeah, that's true. Like uh, Guatemala or yeah, yeah, <laughs> Guatemala. Eat you know Egypt, Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's countries all over the world. You know that that where you know fans are super passionate you know we think of you know the central american countries here but in asia there's like or even like you know in india per se very popular it's kind of sucks that they they wouldn't get their voice but yeah i mean you even have like vietnam which is in 98th place belarus 94th place lebanon these countries you don't really know them for football but they're they're in the 100 georgia's in 86th uh, Uzbekistan is up there. Curacao, who would have thought, right? Do you know they actually have a few decent players? I could see that one makes sense. Curacao, yeah, they have players in the, in the championship. It's crazy that you know that. Well, yeah, I, they, I had no idea. To be honest <laughs> with you, yeah, uh, and their keeper, he was on like he came up in the Dutch league because Curacao is actually a like a Dutch um, offspring uh, guess, territory. Yeah, yeah. It, it was at least so a lot of rejects. Bomb. By the way, yeah, rejects from from uh, from Netherlands actually joined <laughs> them now. Yeah, the same way well, Des joined. Uh, De- I was about to well, say. actually, Des wasn't a reject. They were on their knees asking for him. But yeah, yeah. Know, I, so that, yeah. I guess I can't really say that for Des, you know. But the guys that weren't good enough to make it, like Enrico Duenas, per se, who, sure, who plays sure. for El Salvador. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting uh, policy and. Um, I guess we'll see how it reflects. It's obviously not taking place in this season, I think. I think it's in the following season. Right, right. It would only make sense, I guess. Yeah, following a... I don't know. I think I think also when you split the, the vote, right, when you split it within calendar year, some team might not be that great. Say, for example, we're judging it 
on Ronaldo right now with Manchester United. He scored a hat trick. That's fresh on your mind. You know, they're not going to end the season so well, but let's say they get some reinforcements. Like, they completely rehaul that team, and it's brand new, and, and they're looking amazing, right? And then from based on that uh, upgrade, he's scoring fucking, you know, 15 goals to start the next season. That's going to be fresh on your mind, and you're thinking of, like, these little these little temporary wins that they get at towards the end of the season. That's going to be on your mind. And whatever he does with the national team, if he gets them qualified for the World Cup and stuff, then it's like, oh, well, Ronaldo, of course, deserves it, right? If we're doing it by calendar year. Yeah. And like, I think you'll be able to get away with poor starts to a season more more than ever. Yeah, exactly. It'll it'll be – and I think it's fair because it allows players to build their rhythm into whatever season they're going to. So, I mean, yeah, it just always made sense for that perspective. Um, like I said, for timekeeping's sake, it will get confusing at one point, you know, because – the thing is, you know, the seasons end in the middle of the year, so the you know what you call the year will be kind of weird. But I mean, if they don't change the timing of the award, like the way they give it, right, right. Um, anyway, uh, moving on from the Ballon d'Or, um, that Chelsea situation's blown up now, right? Yeah. You know, and I'm not too privy with it because um, it, it's every day it's something else, like. Their credit cards are frozen, so they can't travel. Yeah. The government's given them a $20,000 allowance for traveling, which if you think about it, between, I don't know, 25 professional footballers plus staff, and uh, it doesn't make sense. You know, hotels, flights, and all that. Right. Um, so that that was a huge thing. And then they're greenlighting a sale of the, of the club. <laughs> What do you make of everything that's going on with, with Chelsea? Man, and their, I guess, political issue because of Abramovich's ties. Because it was found that he has a hand in the whole Russia invasion, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, f- I feel bad for them. Um, do you? Yeah, definitely. I mean... The fans? I, the Is fans, the, the people employed by the club whose futures are uncertain now the people who have become, you know, very attached to the club, even the people that supported the club before the takeover. I mean, it's just, it sucks to see a um, a, t- a club look, look like it's going to come to a demise, you know? I'm not saying that with certainty because we don't know who's going to buy, but I don't think their next suitor is going to be anywhere near as as uh, invested as Abramovich was. So, yeah, this could be the, the end of Chelsea as we know I it. Think, I think if an uh, American consortium takes over you would be right but there are a lot of rumors that there's a saudi well, well there's interest everywhere right yeah but, it's i think but the most possible yeah. is a, like a saudi uh uh prince is it that's interested in buying it and they're they're basically trillionaires yeah i think if that happens you know business as usual at chelsea yeah as what we've known it for the last 20 years anyway um but yeah there, there's all these things and now the fa is trying to to do their homework on potential buyers, where the money's coming from, and in with that, with that Saudi, uh, you know, interest that I told you, that they're like, oh yeah, there's no direct ties to the, to the uh, Saudi regime, which is kind of them saying, trying to skirt around the criticism that's gone on with Newcastle and Qatar with PSG and, um, and the uh, United Emirates with uh, Manchester City is them kind of like. Hey, we're, we're you know we're letting you guys know they're you know they're not 
They're not dirty money. They're not killing people and enslaving people. It's like, why do you guys suddenly care about that? Why is that even a thing? Yeah. I mean, it never should have been a thing to begin with, in my opinion. Sure. It's yeah. not It's not the investors who are slaughtering people on the side of the street. It's not them, you know. It's like if uh, we judged every American by by the thought by the actions of of our previous governments, you know, some of the stuff they've done. So I I think it's I, unfair. It's I, very unfair. You know, and I would agree. But that's that's also saying, well, you know, anyone tie, with ties with to Putin should still be able to keep their club. You know, I think they if, I think they should. Was, by the way, I think they should by the way. I don't think uh, a political standing should have an effect on on you sh- on whether or not you should own uh something, you know. Like it is in this case it happens to be something very big, uh, a whole football club, right? But yeah, I this is the first time I've well, there ever was always ties it, to, it, it, in my life seen something like this. There happen. was always ties to the whole KGB and all that shit, right? Yeah, with yeah. Abramovich. Well, and then that's the issue. Yeah, and that's the issue. You take care of it then before accepting that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and that's my point is, yeah. is why do we suddenly care about it now? Yeah, I know. And you know, I you, agree. They took all that money for all these years. It's not like that money didn't just came. They've just been made aware of it through some kind of expose or some whistleblower. You know, they've known about it. Yeah, there, concerns. There, there, there could be bigger parties at play even that have orchestrated all of this you know to happen um because i i saw an unusually loud uproar uh, about roman's links to putin where even their own fans were allegedly asking for the him to sell the club and now it's it's, it's gone to the point where it's happening and it's very easy to start propaganda in this day and age with bots and social media and and all that stuff so i mean it's very strange and that's what i'm saying i've never seen anything like this i've never seen an owner forced to sell due to his political allegiance to to his, I guess, uh, his roots and his connection to a foreign government. The only time I've seen something like this was Donald Sterling f- forced to sell the Clippers due to racial slurs. Never, ever have I seen something similar like this. And I think it sucks personally. But, um, yeah, we'll see where it ends up. And we, we'll see the most important thing, who wants to buy them, you know? Well, who benefits from it? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, who will benefit from it? I don't. I don't know if anybody will in the end. Roman's gonna lose out on money. Whoever invests in them is gonna spend a lot. They're and spend a lot to buy them. Probably not spend a lot investing. And the Prem is gonna lose a historic club in terms of their their ability I, to be at know, the same level that they used to be. They'll still be a decent club, maybe. Who knows? Well, but and this is under the pretense that that Chelsea, as it stands, are bad, are are middling, or on their way down. No. I, if anything, they're on the up and up with what but they currently have. They won't be able to continue paying those players, though. That's the issue. That it'll be a, 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 a fast fall. Right. They're gonna they're gonna get someone to to come in and and invest in the club, which is which means to buy it. Well, to it, buy it. Yeah, yeah. But to, it's not it's not like the FA is gonna allow them to buy and be like, okay, that's all your money. You're not gonna be able to pay the players or the staff. Well, that's they're gonna, gonna have happen. to. That's included in in the states, right, yeah, you know. Yeah. But. Can they keep it going? No, yeah, that's the they're, they're going to let contracts they're, they're right gonna, now. They're going to, and I think that's why we've already been hearing about like the bigger offers is because those ones are the ones with the big money, and uh, really in the end the FA is going to take whoever the highest bidder is. We know that. Yeah, it's it's not going to be the reported three point five billion that the club is worth. The, that that club is going to sell for much more than that. 
I seen. It could, but I don't know who decides what the what the what bid wins. Is it the FA or is it Roman Abramovich? You know, um, or, or that, are, that's, are, a, that's a good question. Or are, are his assets already considered part of the FAs? Because that's that's unfair off the rip. You know, I <laughs> yeah, think if you yeah. if you're gonna sell something, you should be allowed to declare the price at the very least, especially after putting so much money into it. You know, um, so that's interesting. That's what well, well, I think. I think the fact that they're taking away the ownership altogether, like mm-hmm. they're they're they've basically removed him from the equation. It, it, it's almost like this is a government asset now. Well, that's that's what I'm wondering. Who decides the price? You know, whatever they're willing to accept. And that's the thing. I, I that's, there's a market value. I think for the, a lot of things, like a, like let's say a house. Right? Yeah. I mean, someone can say, okay, that's worth ten, but someone else can say, oh, that's worth a million. And the FA is just going to be like, well, whoever pays wants to pay the most for this, because at the end of the day, you know, investors and someone like a, you know, like a Saudi prince or an oligarch, it, it's a vanity project for right. them. I'm mm-hmm. wondering, does that money go to Roman or is the FA pocketing it? That, I guess that's <laughs> that, the that's question. A, I that's have. a good question. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the FA pocketed it, but there's, I'm sure there's some kind of deal that that yeah. they're going to cut with a Roman. Like, okay, you, you can to, break yeah. even with this. You know your your debt or whatever is solved, and we'll pay you whatever you paid for the club, and you can walk away and you know go up uh, Putin's ass for all we care. Yeah. But the but the FA is definitely standing to make money off of it. Yeah. They're, they're that's that's the crazy. They're, part. they're trying to act all virtue signally. We're we're, we're 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 doing our we're doing our due diligence and making sure that that the money is coming from from a good place. It's like no, you guys don't give a fuck. No one's a billionaire off of just. Fucking generosity and, and good know, virtue, good, good feelings, and all this shit. You know, uh, whether it's Bezos, whether it's Musk. You know, these people are making money off people shitting in bottles. So <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And that's tough. That's challenging. And everybody wants that kind of money, right? Yeah. It's not like you and I are above it. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ch- you know what's funny though is. Um, when the I think it was post the last Newcastle match, a reporter tried to ask um, Eddie Howe, the manager of Newcastle, about the 81 executions under the Saudi regime, and his answer was, "I'm gonna stick to football." Mm-hmm. And people are like, "Oh, that's a cop out." It's like, do you understand the position that he's under? Yeah. This is like you or I, you know, being in a. I don't know, interview or a performance review or something. And they're like, oh, what do you think about, you know, your manager or your, yeah, your, your manager. It's like, oh, he's a fucking dick, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, he's an asshole, huh? He's a right dick. Yeah. You're not going to say that. <laughs> not, not yeah. like that, but you know, you can say that I'm ashamed of my owner's ties to this regime that has been denying, you, can, you know, human rights for this amount of time, but it is, you know, you can say it's a shame that this and that, but what what the question at hand was they were asked i feel anyway that they wanted him to be critical of it yeah yeah they yeah. wanted him to to <laughs> kind of that's so hard that's so hard to do you that's know? that's so hard to do the yeah. paying your check <laughs> obviously your success as a manager and your standing with the team it rides on that so i, I think it's unfair it's it's hard to put him in that position and we want to see all that kind of stuff decried but it's not so simple. It's not black and white. Yeah, you know, given even the positions though, that people are in. Even though the team is black and white, and and Literally. in the grand scheme, I actually would have taken it further, and I actually would have like defended him hard. 
Like, I would have been like, are you sure he's associated with those 81? Is he directly associated? You know, that's what I'd ask back. I'd be like, you know, because you're, you're throwing him into something he has no control over. So I, I won't be answering any more questions about this. I'm not a geopolitical expert. Boom, bang, bing. But, you know, he actually took it very well in the grand scheme because there's, there's not a soundbite there you can go off of. He just said, I won't talk about it. And that's, that's, that's a message in itself. So, Yeah. Yeah, but people want you to, people want you to, to bite the to, hook to um to go and criticize people. Like they they want that that yeah. critique. That that's all they want to hear. Yeah. Whether they agree for it or not, and a good point is made is like, well, a lot of uh, newspapers, a lot of uh, media companies that that own these uh, newspapers and therefore pay these journalists. A lot of those companies have dirty money too. Yeah, they're not they're not so innocent themselves. So it's a, it's a bit hypocritical, and it would be awesome for them to flip it on them as well. Well, do you know who your owner supports? Do you know that That's, you know so and so, you know, gave a hundred million dollar donation for someone that you know wants to kill babies or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, that that kind of stuff exists. So you can really point at a lot of people's skeletons. Me. It's just it's just it sucks to pick on the guy that's. That's getting paid. That's cashing the check. Is like, well, yeah. fuck, man. I didn't do that. Yeah. Well, he's he's the face. You know. <laughs> you know. It's yeah. kind of like when you know, when you get an order wrong at a restaurant as a waiter. Well, you know, sometimes the manager has to come out after and apologize. Be like, oh, sorry. You know, the meal's on us. Yeah. Uh, whatever you guys want, free drinks for the night. Yeah. And and so it's just part of the. It comes with the, uh, with the with the industry. Yeah. But and sure. I'm sure it's reflected well in his paycheck. By the way, I'm, he's paid handsomely. Uh, oh, one of the well, best yeah. paid coaches in the league, not deserving it. However, I will say he's doing pretty good, um, even considering he's missing some key players. But yeah, I, I honestly, I, I thought he handled it as well as he could, uh, Eddie Howe. And yeah, uh, no, I I don't envy being put in that position. Can he be critical? Sure. Am yeah. I gonna credit? Am I gonna shit on him for not being overly critical? No. Let's I'm not. be critical on him about not being critical enough. Yeah, everyone's a fucking critic. But uh, anyways, and the end of a football match is not the fucking place to do it. Yeah, or before a game, maybe maybe in between. I'm saying like matches. in the presser, in the presser that that they do normally a day before, bring it up then. That's when a lot of the best questions are asked. By the way, I always I always enjoy listening to those, even though they're pretty long. But you know, <laughs> you know, like you said, it's it's part of the journalist is trying to get these kind of sound bites because that's what generates clicks yeah. you know yeah you're not gonna get pep shitting on uh shake monsoor you're not gonna get uh uh pochettino well he might he might shit yeah. on uh nazir <laughs> which is a whole other issue that's going yeah. on right now too with uh psg yeah well you're not gonna get tebas open openly admitting that he'd loved halan and Mbappe <laughs> to come. Ah, nah. that, guy, that guy's a knob man uh, I just stop. Stop saying anything positive of Madrid. Just don't say it. Be neutral, please. Don't compliment them. I need somebody uh, to ask him what he thinks about them. the just, leg. Yeah. Just say yeah. Just shut the fuck <laughs> up, please. Uh, damn. <laughs> oh man, Poor it makes man. it look so bad. It makes the the team look so bad. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, PSG. Following that, the you know, last time we spoke, there was the the uh, the whole uh, collapse against Madrid in the um, round of sixteen. Oh, that sweet, sweet game. Ah, oh, man, it's just 
still in my heart. But anyway, um, yeah, PSG, Nazar, uh, Leonardo, the sporting director. Uh, it, it appears that Nazar was uh, was uh, summoned. That was the word used by uh, the Emir of uh, Qatar, mm-hmm. Qatar, which is the person that owns the uh, the club. And uh, yeah, it, it looks like they're going to clean house, man. <laughs> and Nazar again, uh, you know, if you don't remember me mentioning, does uh, he's the president? He's like the spokesman. He's the president of PSG. He's the face of it, yeah. and he's also the president of the. I want to say the. Uh, not all of being sports, but the. Uh, the Middle Eastern portion, or yeah, or yeah. European. One of the, one of them. I should know this offhand. It's unprofessional of me. But I'm not professional. I never claim to be. Yeah, he's he he's got a huge presence, and he's also the guy whispering in Wefa's ears, like, "Hey guys, you know we're good. We're the good guys here." He was vocally super against the Super League, and yeah, it looks like he's getting the can as the president of PSG. Yeah, that's crazy. But there's a lot of reports that that the staff are pretty much abused, like anybody. That's not a player or the manager. They're overworked. They're overworked and, and they're treated like shit. Um, apparently, him and Leonardo just are constantly at odds. Um, so this whole thing within PSG is no surprise. Reports that Messi's just unhappy that they're trying to get rid of Neymar. It's just crazy how one game can really change that. Like how, how, how much of. A fine line are you walking on that this one match is really right on? Just to every. Like, it's everything. not like they lost to fucking, I don't know, Benfica. It's not like they lost to Galatasaray. You know, Real Madrid is still a top club. There's no shame in losing to probably the the Spanish champs. You know? Um, yeah. But it did, it did highlight a lot of their dysfunction. I and, think, yeah. And I said this at the very beginning of the season. The super clubs like this, they, they it just ha- ha- turns out that they don't work out like this. They just, they also, they're also winning their league quite handedly, you know. So, I mean, I know that we're going to point to the Champions League disaster. Mm-hmm. But we also have to, like, balance that out with how yeah. well they're doing in the league. But, so. but they take that for granted. I think the league win is, is taken for granted with PSG. But, you know, they weren't able to do it last year. And, and I think... Uh, that's that's what they that's what they should strive for before anything, and they they got that accomplished. Well, there's the rot that's been set. They're literally one one game away from going through. You know, I mean, they lost obviously and, mm-hmm. and everything, but I'm saying like they were well placed to go through. And that's but why. Did, did did you think they were the super team that were going to go the whole way? I don't think they were ever viewed that way. I I viewed them that way certainly, but obviously going into the Real Madrid match. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about from yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah, no. I thought, uh, right. but no, uh, right. going into the Real Madrid whole matchup, I thought they were going to go through. Yeah, totally. Um, but especially after the first game, I, I was more convinced than ever. I didn't even think it was going to be that much of, of a, yeah, of a, a tilt. But, but, you know, credit to Madrid, they turned it around. But yeah, that's enough to, to shake, your, shake you off your horse. And now they'll just be happy to get the league title and maybe restructure the team now. Obviously, Mbappe's probably going to leave. So, I mean, they're going to have a lot of uh, yeah. rebranding to do. 
in a lot of senses because Poach might be out too as well. So. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and that's the thing though is they're going to rebrand, you know? <laughs> well, they're able <laughs> they, to. They have the money, you know? They, they do, but it's a club, not a brand, right? So the way the way they, they're looking at it, they're well, going to get another hot manager. Well, that's what they shouldn't do. That's what I'm saying. Right. By rebrand, I think they need a new identity as a club because for so long they've been that club that relies yeah. on superstars. But superstars maybe they should build and, a, a and, nice and, team. And wow factor versus cohesively. You know, they're, they're talking about the, the, you know, the greatest free agency or the best transfer window ever because they signed Ramos, um, uh, Wijnaldum. Hakimi was actually really good by. That, that was a really good deal. Uh, Messi, you can't really fault them for going for Messi, right? That's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Donnarumma, who, again, is a keeper for the future. Navas is slowly on his way out. I can't criticize him for three of those five signings. But they don't really invest in those kind of, like, Kimmich or those uh, Jude Bellingham-type players. They they like the wow factor of someone that's very established. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised if they threw the kitchen sink at Mohamed Salah next season. Yeah, that and that wouldn't be a bad fit. But you need to, I mean, first and foremost, you know. But he's not the, a player for the future, right? No, but he's he's shown that he he seems like a player who can keep his form for years to come. Um, he's only twenty nine, thirty. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you could still get a good amount of play out of him. Di Maria's playing very well for his age as well. But, you know, you need, yeah, more players like Verratti, who I think is one of the, like, underrated players on that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, guys that aren't, yeah, like you said, they're not the $120 million signing, but they're the 60-80. You get enough of those 60-80s to build depth. And then, because, you know, you looked on the bench, they didn't have much to answer for once Madrid bought their, their subs on. So that just points to the, you know, the imbalance in that team, man. And uh, I think, you know, there there's levels to it in, in management squad selection investment and they've done some of them right it's just i don't think they've done the whole thing yeah yeah exactly they've done they've done enough to to be able to dominate their league yeah but, that's that's a but, given yeah uh, when, when it comes you know standing shoulder to shoulder with the other guys they're, they're, they're lacking in a couple of areas and um yeah it, it kind of showed we, we've seen it um so uh moving on from that uh, I guess the, a couple of like, more Premier League um, related issues. Two two things. Uh, Manchester United keeps that stupid ass little roller coaster going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, to be fair, like Spurs and them are roller coasters. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of trading waves there. Are we? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm totally not surprised. But what? We we got the full Manchester United experience this week. Yeah. Which was. They got they got past Spurs, who aren't necessarily a bad team, but they're not a great team. But they were on a very high high from yeah. that win because of Ronaldo's hat trick. Right, right. And then go on and not play all that great against Atletico in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, losing 1-0. to zero. Um, Had more possession, had more shots, more shots on target. But in the end, you know, Oblak had a great game and 
United have nothing to show for it, so they're officially out of every competition. Uh, they're not going to win any trophies. Uh, and it's been very much established for the fifth year in a row. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, is there anything more that we can talk about <laughs> with, with United? No, I mean, you know, it's not. <laughs> I, I don't really have anything new to add. You know, nothing new, but the same same story. But, you know, at the very least, they're able to piece some results together. Because in the end, if it would be miserable if they were to lose all of them. The crazy thing I is don't they're think still they're in that, that battle for the fourth place. Yeah, yeah. Currently, obviously, Arsenal have games in hand. But now, they, you know, they lost one. Yeah, which but we'll they still have two later. games in hand and yeah. they're one point ahead. And yeah. all signs point that they're they're the most consistent team, other than Liverpool and Manchester City. Yeah, in in the last few weeks for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, Arsenal is like going on three weeks or three months. No, yeah, yeah, but you know their their start was so was really shit. You know, so it's it's on, they have they've had to do that because you know on the on the contrary Chelsea started very hot, now they're hot and cold. I still I still hold Chelsea above them in my opinion, but I think Arsenal, they're they're making their claim f- to be a, a firm top four team. You know, before they were just shaky. Yeah, I like them a lot. Um, and I was gonna I was gonna oh shit my bad uh, I was gonna. Well, I'm decided on it, but I was gonna ask you: Are Arsenal for real? Um, you know, I I, I wouldn't say so. Really, I mean, if you're if you're saying for real, if that's like win the prem, win meaningful silverware, I don't think they're there yet. But they're close. They're closer than they have been in the last four seasons. But the last four seasons, who were they? A top four team, and that was it. You know, they never. But I don't think they've been a top four team. They haven't. Well, in the last, I know. So I'm saying the last four years they haven't. But four years ago, like in Wenger era, that's what they always were. Even when Wenger was there in the peak of their mm-hmm. playing the last decade, they were never really a title contender. I mean, they were in the mix that one year that uh, Leicester won it. But, I mean, other than that, man, I mean, Arsenal are – they're Arsenal at the end of the day. Until until their board decides to invest properly, they'll, they'll forever be that. But but we talk about, like, like PSG going for the superstars. Um, Arsenal, they build little by little. Right, and they have a very good base. I, I I would say they're the most talented base out of anybody. I I wouldn't say that. I mean, I really? I, I still think there's teams ahead of them, like by a decent margin. But they built a a nice uh, core of young players, but they're still missing. They're still missing that that gear to get in the, into that for real stage. If that's what we're referring to, like to to contend for a title, they're missing pieces still. And a lot of it it's in, is inexperience. Granted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and I was gonna say that it's like, well, they they're very young all across all of, yeah, they're inconsistent. Mostly everybody. Yeah, they're yeah, inconsistent, and that's that's what experience gets you. Yeah, yeah. But you know, their biggest hole is maybe a central midfielder, another one, and a striker. That's um, yeah, it's a big one. Uh, maybe another center back. Yeah, although they would. the Ben White and Gabriel tandem is isn't too bad. Yeah. Again, the young guys that are very rash. Um, but I think this, they can be, but if they're this not. This team yet. can can stick together and and grow. You know, progressively every season. I would say within two or three years, they'll they'll be uh they'll be tough to play against every time. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, yeah. I I think they will. I think there will be certain players that get scavenged by bigger clubs, 
down the road. Mm-hmm. We'll see which ones, you know, those end there, up. There's being, some that, that are for sure. If Kroenke has an idea that he can make twofold, threefold of a profit on a player, he won't mm-hmm. hesitate. The shitty part is that he won't reinvest that money the way he should. And that's my biggest gripe with Arsenal. That's what's holding them back. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you want to be a yeah. top dog, like, you don't have to spend the most. I'm saying just at least spend near what Liverpool spend at least, at the very least. Chelsea, City, and even United, for that matter, are, are just spoiled, you know. And I wish Arsenal would have that same support, sp- spending power, support, because it's needed, you know. Yeah, looks good. Wenger had his war chest that he would call. Uh, you know, that so, was never unleashed. Yeah, unfortunately, it was it was unleashed in pieces. Like here, here. Okay, we'll give you Ozil. You won't get a top player for another three years. And then, oh, here you got Lexi <laughs> Sanchez. Another like, two years. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like taking your kid to the store. It's like okay, you can have one thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, but I, I admire Arsenal. And what I love about them most is that out of the top four, they have they're the, the best most scouting. improved. They, yeah, the scouting. They always good. have had. They've always been able to find just these like. Like damn, how how where did this guy come from? Yeah, right. He fell from the sky. Tomiyasu, they they were able to finagle Odegaard, who's I think their best player. He's playing really well. He's um, really good. Yeah, and then also their identity too. We we can actually attribute an identity to Arsenal, which we weren't able to do in previous seasons. But high press, high possess, quick counter. You know, little things they like play like that. very beautiful. Yeah, and they also have um, a very good academy. Yeah, they have yeah. a very good academy. No, for sure, I, I can't. I can't always deny been, that. Uh, able to to develop players and identify good players, uh, but yeah, I mean, for me, for real means that you maybe not necessarily compete for silverware. Although, if the I'm sorry, uh, Arsenal were playing at this level the whole season, they'd definitely be in the conversation, top three easily. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you have to wonder what's changed. You know, well, what has it been a new schematic? That's something that we won't really know until next season. I feel if they continue on the same track, which they sh- they have every reason to, mm-hmm. I think then I I will really be able to say, well, there's some consistency, consistency, and they have mostly been healthy too. Yeah, like you'll have knocks here and there. Uh, Smith Rowe's been gone for a good block of the season. Tomiyasu's been out for a minute. Tomiyasu has a broken hand, I believe, but he's coming back soon. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, the the main guys, the linchpins, uh, they, Martinelli's developed really well too. I do think they need a superstar though. I, I they, think they do. Yeah, I, I mean, mean every team needs that. Yeah, at yeah. least one. You know, at least one. And and I've heard the the one they are rumored to go for at least. Although he's he's actually playing pretty good as of now. Had a had a kind of tough start to the season. Uh, none other than the Portuguese starlet Joao Felix. I don't know if you've heard those rumors. I have, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, somebody of that caliber can really. But he's not even a striker. That's the he's thing. He's a false nine, really. I mean, he's a center forward. I mean, it's really hard. He's a one of those guys that's, you know, apl- applicable in, in very many many systems. And I think Pep or Arteta would love to have a go with him. But you know, he's not an out and out nine for sure. Yeah, and they've benefited a lot. You know, we talked that they need a nine, but Lacazette's been really, really good. Even if it's not about Grant. scoring, yeah, I think his, his uh, hold-up play has been build, one of the build best. Build-up, being able to link with, with Martinelli, with Odegaard, with, with Saka. Back heels for days. Or back heels, little flicks. He And he holds the ball really well. You know, slows yeah. it down just enough to get the offense initiated. Yeah. 
And is Felix that kind of guy? I don't. Well, he 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 doesn't have to play like Lacazette. He he can offer a lot more in different areas, and they obviously ball control, speed, um, his his ability to finish with either foot. I mean, there's just different different style of players, you know. Mm-hmm. But then again, there are certain things Lacazette will do better than him. Yeah, head the ball, I, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, more of a physical guy. That would just be so scary to imagine. No, yes, I Odegaard, and then that that trifecta with Martinelli on the wing, Sock on the wing. I yeah. mean, that that would be brilliant, and I think that would be a sustainable squad for years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all young, which is kind of a trend for Arsenal now. So they've been trending in the right direction for sure, and and I would say most improved, up there with Wolves. Yeah, in, Wolves, in are, Wolves are pretty good too. Those are for me the two most improved teams in in the and league. And you talk about funding; they're really never going to get it. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's different gravy, isn't it? Yeah, um, but I like Arsenal, uh, and it's a it's a very stark contrast to to teams like United and, and PSG that are always going for the home run swing. You know, sometimes you need to hit your singles. Sometimes you need to hit your doubles. Yeah. It all adds up in the end. Exactly. Damn, that was a baseball analogy. Have you ever done that on the pod? Baseball, uh, you know. I'm afraid uh, that's a bit too old-fashioned for lost me. on you, yeah. Yeah. But it's very on the nose because it's back. It is. <laughs> that it's back. It the is. lockout is over. You know, uh, can't wait to really just glove up, dust down, enjoy some, some of the good old American pastime. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, before we get on to the reviews and the previews, um, you know, it's become a thing in the last few weeks that uh, – uh, Thierry Henry record has been broken pretty much like every day now. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've, if you've caught wind of this, but it, it feels like every day is like, oh, Thierry Henry's, I don't know, assist record or Premier League record, whatever. Yeah, most uh, goals scored by the, a foreigner, you know, shit like that. This, the, this week um, on Sunday when uh, Real Madrid played against, uh, uh, fuck, who was it? It was a pretty good team. Damn, I should have this on the tip of my tongue. You said Real Madrid. Oh, Mallorca. Uh, Mallorca. Uh, Benzema got a double and officially passed Thierry Henry as the highest goal-scoring Frenchman ever. Oh, okay. At club level? Mm, uh, no, or just in, in, in like general? Club or? and country. Oh, okay, combined. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, which is nuts. Um, um, yeah, Ben's, you know, following his hot week. Yeah. You know, he's just... Having his best season, I think. Yeah. Not, not just goal scoring, just the focal point of of football in in totality. Yeah, guy, the guy is just so good. I'm kind of like Mika Richards. I, I only kind of realized it like six, five months ago. <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> that quote is hilarious. Uh, I I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and yeah. and say, okay, this guy probably doesn't watch a whole lot of La Liga. La Liga doesn't really care for watching uh, France International, which, to be fair, Benzema only just started playing after having, like, a what was it, like an eight-year gap in the in the France team. French Federation, yeah. Um, but that kind of yeah. sucks, too, because that's, that, that's going to That probably took away a lot of those goals, yeah. But did it also help him recover better yeah. to be available? Yeah, yeah you can season. say that. You can say that. Yes. But okay. would, he, would France... Have gotten another World Cup with with him. That's that's possible. You know, you can do like addition, you sim- like simple additions. Like, well, Ben's on that team. Yeah, they they win it mm-hmm. for sure easily. We don't know that. 
But then again, Deschamps would he have wanted the the star, you know, the stardom to simply focus on an Algerian Frenchman? Well, I'm not saying anything to infer that, but that's something that the mind could wander on. Well, Griezmann's a Portuguese Frenchman. Yeah, but you know, that that ain't in Africa, ain't it? <laughs> uh, but they have Intinti, uh, Pogba, Ngolo, uh, Ngolo Kante. Uh, who else did they have? Uh, was it King, was Kingsley Coman part Pretty of Pretty much half team? the team, man. Kempembe, Mandanda. I mean, everything. I but can go on for. Oh, uh, uh, Matuidi. Matuidi, man, the Inter Milan legend. Um, but yeah, wasn't he from Juve? Yeah, he was from Juve and PSG. Hmm. Yeah, that guy's uh he was quite good. Not not bad, you know, but um yeah. Another another record and I'm sure uh you know, I think uh Harry Kane broke his record too this this season, I want to say. Um Harry Kane for most goals scored in the Prem, which to be fair, you know, Henri didn't play as long in the Prem as Kane did, but that that was another one that recently broke too. So yeah, every every month there's something new, you know. Yeah, and, and that and the, yeah, I think that's what I was getting at is uh, um, yeah, it's Henri's such a good player. He's decent, <laughs> isn't he? He he has all these records, and uh, yeah, you know, you can say you know all his records are getting broken, but these guys are all timers, brother. I guess. Yeah, Henri had uh. 254 appearances in the Prem and 174 goals, which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good turnout there. Uh, speaking of Harry Kane, man, he's kind of turned it up, hasn't he? Yeah, a little bit, huh? Meh. Yeah. He's got 100. Uh, yeah, he's got 178, but he's got more appearances. That, that's what I'm saying. 269. Yeah, yeah. Then but, again, you know, a lot of those were when he was with like Leicester and. Oh, he was in Norwich for a bit. Norwich. You know, he was he made like probably like those sub, like yeah, those substitution sub, those appearances. Sub sandwiches, yeah. Cause uh, yeah. Oh no, he's got more more than that. Anyway, yeah. But beyond that, you know, Ben's having an amazing season, and uh, shit, man, I'm bricked. Yeah, I'm totally bricked. One last thing before the reviews, um. These Holland and Mbappe rumors, man. Every day it's something new. Yeah. Are you uh, holding your breath that Holland doesn't make it to City, or that does make it to City? I always believed he was coming to City, so I'm I'm just kind of waiting for it to be official. But that's not going to happen anytime soon. So I actually try not to think about it too much. But it's brought up. You don't want to jinx it. No, it's just it's like it's not going to be made official. So I'm just thinking about it when it's not really relevant yet. It won't be relevant until the summer. So. I'm just kind of brushing it to the side, but a lot of mediums have been reporting that it's it's pretty much obvious that he's going to join City. So I mean, I, I'm it's happy. It's funny because it depends on what what Twitter sphere you're on, because there's there's always this. Oh, he's certainly going. He's picked. He he's confirmed uh, personal uh, issues with uh, with Manchester City, and then there's a conflicting report. Nothing is true. You know, he's still thinking about it's either Real Madrid or City. Yeah, I'd say the majority do favor City from from neutral sources, like from actual German sources. Um, so I'd say like yeah, there was one report today I think where the the Dortmund director or somebody's like, oh, I fainted when I saw City's offer. 
Ah, oh, man. Like, what do they think that, was going to that, happen? That's such... But, but that's also such... Um, you know, that, that so hyperbolic is... Dortmund have received ridiculous fees from a lot of their different players. <laughs> I know. Dembele... Well, what kind, of, what kind of offer are we talking about? Because Dembele went for, what, 150 It was a ridiculous fee. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot, yeah. It was a crazy fee. So, for him to say that or for that kind of report to come out... It would it would have to be above that, right? And why would I think it was City more on the straddling on the side of wages, in my opinion, because the, but that's the, none of Dortmund's business. No, well, if they want to retain him, he, they're going to have to pay him the same wages, or he's going to go to the the. But he team has a release gonna, clause. That's and that's my point is that they'll pay his release clause and offer him. They're they're talking. The rumor is five hundred thousand a week, which would make him the second or third best play, paid player in the Prem. So no, he would be the best in the prem, but no, third. Ronaldo. Ronaldo makes more. He makes seven hundred something, which is insane. Oh, okay. But I mean, you know, he's up there. He's up. Then there. it would be Ronaldo, and then I guess Holland. Yeah, because the next best is uh is De Bruyne, which is like three hundred. Oh, he's or, not. Or yeah, 400. he's not even near. Yeah, yeah. But the, I think four hundred. The catch is like when because I'm saying this because I think Salah is going to get extended, and they might pay him around there. Well, that's another problem that Liverpool find that they haven't been able to come in agreement with Salah. Yeah, I think I personally believe that Liverpool are going to move on from Salah. Yeah, they probably will. If and then it would be the ultimate testament of how they're run as a club. I think that would be the telltale sign. Okay, they're that's cheap skates. Dirty. Yeah, they're yeah, dirty. They're dirty. cheap skates. Yeah. And, but but then then again. You know, paying four hundred a week is a lot, dude. It's not. It's not simply like, oh, you've gotten I, us yeah. all this. They have a pretty good scouting department. They, I'm sure they they've lined up somebody that can replace, it. not replace him to one for one, but can get close to his production. God right. damn it, because he's on course for what a twenty five goal season. Yeah, twenty no more than that because he's already at twenty twenty one, nine games left. It's very likely, yeah. um, but you know he's he's gonna go to whoever pays him the most. I and think at this point, for Salah, get paid, brother. Yeah, well, might as well. Um, he has nothing to prove. He's got everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just whoever signs him has to understand that every what is it three four years he's gonna take January off, January and early February off. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it actually went by very quick. I feel. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, but you know, yeah. And in in reference to Holland, though, I think that that'll be the deciding factor. Um, Do you think Holland is all about the money? Do you think he he's got, that's part of him? That's a that's a big chunk for any footballer, I think. But we also have to peel back the onion and look at the narrative of his dad playing for City. Mm-hmm. He, he's always sure. alluded that he's wanted to play in the Prem. Growing up, he watched a lot of his dad's teams, but also like he's his favorite player was Michu. Which is like the most randomest story. <laughs> yeah, because that dude only had one good season in the Prem, right? He had one of the best wonder seasons ever and just fell off the, the face of the earth. Um, I think it was like 22 goals, which for Swansea is insane because that's not a team that generates a lot. Miguel Perez Cuesta. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting. But I think I, all the all the arrows are pointing to City. I, I just can't see it not happening. Um, the only thing that was in the way for my thinking and rationing of it, rationalizing of it, it was uh, Mino Raiola. But apparently, it's water under the, under the bridge, and they're just. Dude, when it comes to someone like Holland, 
You yeah. don't care who their fucking agent is. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the, the thing. The, you're, you're, okay, it's, fuck it's, you. It's I a shitty play. feeling knowing that you have to pay that motherfucker a, a fat chunk cares, of whatever. Who cares, dude? For what for what you get, you know, uh, you, you you just that's the cost of doing business. You know. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, that kind of bugs me though. That's the only. It does. It does. You don't have part. to like every aspect of it, but you yeah. know, as long as you get your guy. Agent fees exist. I just hate it. Yeah, I hate the fact that it exists for anybody. Well, yeah. Not just Mino Raola, George Mendez. Um, there's the <laughs> that one lady that uh, your boy told us about. Right. Um, they, they, they they exist, man. It sucks that that football is set up that way. I mean, you got you got this guy um, Harry Kane's brother, right? Yeah. Who's a who's a one. One player agent. Yeah. And he's got this whole setup of like, he's got a, he goes, he wears a three piece suit to work every day. He's got an office. He's renting an office space in London. Yeah. Just living off of Harry Kane. But the fact that this guy gets paid just to exist. Because his brother happens to be really he, good. Because they happen to have the same last name. It's kind of like uh, Wardiola's brother too. Because Wardiola um, is an agent for a lot of players. In fact, he's been agents for some of the players that have come to City. So, I mean, that exists as well, and it's kind of like, yeah, if you, if you already have a door in the business, you could bring people in with you. You just have to have some kind of a connection. It's like all, all of a sudden, you're an agent just because just cause you say so? Yeah. That's weird. I would love to be an agent, though. I'm not going to lie. But that, I, the, yeah, the amount yeah, I mean, of ass-kissing you have to you, do. You'd get paid just to make sure that you're... I feel like I would also that your just, buddies get the most money possible. I, I would reach out to a lot of clubs, and I I feel like I would find the perfect fits for my player. Like, I would love to do that. So, I'm putting it out there to the universe. I'm gonna manifest. Ah <laughs> uh, nah, uh, uh, nah, but uh, yeah, we'll see, man. Fuck it, Holland to Madrid. Fuck it, Holland Mbappe to Madrid, and and Joao Felix too. Fuck it, take them all, take them all. That's what you want, right, Debas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, as a mouth, as a direct Fred. mouthpiece for Tebas, I would love nothing more than that. Well, you might need it because the way them Barca boys looking, <laughs> yeah, that's fool's gold, brother. That's a good uh, moment. That's a good moment. Um, that anyway, mo- that moment is becoming everlasting. I mean, everlasting. It's, it's, huh? been, it's been a they, while. They, they've been getting a little bit of help. Uh, uh, la- no, you no, know what? Well, last thing, la- la- last thing uh, before we get to the, the I, and I've said this three times already. Classical. That's coming up. That's this weekend, brother. Mm. March twentieth, brother. Is that on a Sunday? That's on a Sunday, brother. Fucking hell. Um, I work. Listen, I don't want to hear that. Uh, mm. Listen, um, the this game is under way different conditions than the first uh, match of the season, right? See, uh, Brazil, uh, Brazil. Uh, Barcelona were in kind of this depression state, this sort of like, fuck it, let's just get this over with. Yeah, you they're know, like, Kuman, just kick Kuman my was Mr. Negative and they had no prospects. Now they got Ferran Torres, they got Obama Young, they have uh, Traore, uh, Adama Traore, Pedri, uh, Gavi, uh, even, even uh, Fatih's, uh, I think, coming back. Uh, Serginho does. Luke De Jong having his best season ever. Luke, uh, Luke De Jong, yeah, becoming one of the heroes. Uh, Memphis even getting on the board a couple of times. Dembele is right. healthy. Oh, um, he's playing the best, by the way. I think out of all the guys you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I definitely agree. It's they went from jeering to cheering, that motherfucker. Hey, hey. And Don't get me started on Bale now. <laughs> yeah, well, Bale, Bale's cashing a fat check, brother. We're talking about... 
you know, uh, 600,000 a week on that guy. Hey. Holland, just saying. That that bread's there, son. You know? (laughs) And he's gone. Bell's gone next season. But anyway. um, Yeah. I think think this is shaping up to be a very, very interesting uh, Classico. Madrid 2-1. Easy as you like. Like the first game. Or was it 3-1 the first game? I don't remember now. It feels like so long ago. <sighs> no, that was Aguero's last goal. Yeah, I know. That's why that, that was like months ago. Like three, four months ago, huh? October. October. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, my prediction, I, I have a... Uh, I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx it, but 2-0. Uh, really? And you know what club I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, if you go for Madrid, you'd be right. Catalonia's best. Um, yeah, man. I, I just uh, think that, that this, Madrid's this game at is... home. Madrid's, I, I would say, in a better moment than where they were in the first match. And I would say sure. Barcelona are in a much better form mm-hmm. than they were compared to the first time. And, but and, and I think they're there to spoil the party. I'm sorry. The, you know, you can try to spoil the party, but there's levels, son. Mm. You can be a, you can be all hype, you can be all this and that, but experience. Let's just hope that you there, have an unlucky day. You know, there's a oh oh. So you're hoping? Yeah, like ah. like like the way you guys had an unlucky day against Sheriff, or the way that you guys had an unlucky day against I don't know hell Alaves. Let's just <laughs> yeah. let's just hope. You know, <laughs> why do you why do you have to go there? No, you, I'm just saying. No, no, no. You couldn't resist, could you? But I I I think we have to we have to be real. I mean, Barca have been playing good. And so in Madrid? Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Well, we'll have to see. But what Xavi has done. Um, Let's not forget the, that Barcelona also have a game tomorrow. Right, right. And it's a must win. They do have to win. So, so they're going to go. They're going to go hard. Yeah. Especially if it, if it, if they get down or, or if it's tied late into the second half. But they have depth, don't they? They have decent more depth. than more than they have in the previous uh, rounds, and I think uh, <sighs> do I don't they? Know, man, do they? Do they though? Man, I just think the boys are going to be up for it. You know, you yeah, know, no, I mean? it, it's it's an exciting match for sure, um, and they're going to be up for it. But but there's a stark difference between being up for it and being able to perform, and I think there's going to be the difference. They're 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 literally boys amongst men. Mm. I think that's that's what's gonna set the game apart. Hey man, we'll see. I'm gonna change that. Three one. Fair enough. V- Vinny's gonna cook. You know, I don't even know if Ben's gonna play though. I think he he mm-hmm. might be resting. That's another thing I, I did realize him hobble off against Mallorca. Yeah, hey, stupidly man. stayed on too long. Um, Ferlan Mendy, Julian Araujo. I mean, not Julian Araujo. Um, Araujo, the center back from Barca. Yeah, you know where to target, my boy. If you see him on the What's pitch. What's that guy going to do? Uh, really, anybody. We can make it Eric Garcia if it needs to be. We. I mean, uh, they. Uh, huh. Right. Right then. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, Madrid 3-1. And that's because uh, Barcelona can be sneaky. Yeah, I think they can. they can create a lot, man. More than ever. Um, I mean, not more than ever. They, they've literally had the best team ever. But I mean, more than we have seen lately. 
Okay, let's get on to uh, reviews. Um, starting Thursday, uh, Premier League. Uh, Chelsea hands three to Norwich. Norwich gets one in, though. Timo Pukki, though, gets a penalty. But Shaloba, Mount Havertz. Shaloba, Shaloba. Havertz, um, in a pretty good moment, scoring-wise, with Chelsea. I feel like it's every match now. It's the best team in London, isn't it? I can't agree with that. Uh, word. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, the last 11 games after this uh, Liverpool loss, um, Arsenal have gotten 28 points. And, you know, I look at the table and, well, you can do the math. You, you can yeah. see who's in third. You you can also see who's down two games, right? Yeah, and they still have some catching up to do by by the looks of it. They already lost one, and that's against a potential title winner, son. And that's fine, but you know, is, is there any shame in that? I don't think so. No, I know, but we're talking about games in hand. Well, yeah, they have some tough games ahead, but I mean, I still, I still think we can't just base base it off of purple patches, you know. Um, I think they're having a great moment, though, for sure. But I'll still say comfortably give that to Chelsea. Comfortably. Well, they have Christian Pulisic. <laughs> He's playing great right now. Christian Pulisic wouldn't start on Arsenal today. Um, I disagree. Oh, well, I know you do, but realistically, he's not starting on that team. Uh, well, I think there you can make room for him. Where? Um, you know, you can play a two-striker formation. And run him on the on the wings. Oh, he plays in the middle. I forgot. Man. Oh, he could play. He could play in a he few different him. spaces. Yeah. yeah. He Fuck has, it. My, put him in the mid. They need that. Well, they he can play that as he well. He can play a center back too. Fuck it. No, he can't play. Ramsdale. Center back. Ramsdale. Get get the fuck out of there. Let's put no. put Pulisic there. He can do that. The the you know and he knows how to play the bench too because he gets benched a lot. I think he's been learning from Lainus on that one. But that's that's a topic <laughs> for another day. But yeah, no, I think Pulisic's playing really well. But enough about Pulisic, though. We'll talk about that when we talk Champions League. Because uh, he did equal a famous winger who used to just play at uh, Chelsea as well. Anything else on Chelsea? No, no, not at all. They are they are the best team in London, though. Make no mistake about it. That's not true. Oh. Scoreboard. That's just not true. Scoreboard. What? Well, who's up? Uh, Ars Chelsea. Well, I, I rest my case. And that's because of the hot start they had. And they've been missing key players throughout the whole season. I'd say more than Arsenal too, but even considering out on fullbacks, that, man, Reese James, Benjamin Chilwell, they're two best defenders aside from Rudiger, in my opinion. I think that's a big deal. So I think that's pretty good, man. Even Christensen's been out of his skin. Enough for <laughs> Barcelona to give him a shot. Oh, man. Well, that's free transfer FC, so I wouldn't say it's so much about performance. It's more so about availability. Um, but, you know, enough about Chelsea, well, though. Barcelona are the shit, right? No, well, not financially, but by results, yeah. If we want to give the same purple patch a shout like you did for Arsenal, let me do the same for Barca. Oh, amazing. Because well, they've been winning a lot, too. We can They've have been getting lucky. Ah, they're up all uh, night Arsenal, to get lucky. Arsenal's, Arsenal's good. Barcelona are lucky. 
Well, okay, yeah. I'll have to agree with you then. Um, Fair enough. In any case, uh, what's the next match? South Aptid loses to Newcastle. Right. Uh, <laughs> two to one. Newcastle's is, is, I think, up leading up to this game, they were undefeated in 2022. Right, right. And, um, yeah, they they did the work of Gumiatis or Gimiatis. Little, lovely little heel, uh, heel goal. Uh, I know that made the rounds on social media. That was, it was nice to look at. Yeah, neat goal. Personally, you know, don't really care for it. Not a bad, not a bad debut goal. First goal, yeah, that's true. Anyway, two to one. Newcastle had a has a hot start. I think they're not getting relegated. And then Wolves beat Watford for nothing. Everyone ate that day. Jimenez, Cucho Hernandez, Daniel Podence, and Ruben Neves, who had such a lovely goal. Cantona asked if I may so my, may say so myself. Chipped the keeper from outside the box or at the edge of the box. Yeah, four nil. Yes, sir, easy as you like. And then uh, Aston Villa put the beat on uh, Leeds like everybody has lately. Three uh, nothing. Aston Villa, you know, decent run of form. Goals by Coutinho, Matty Cash, and Callum Chambers. Not bad. Yeah, not a bad team. And then uh, Saturday, uh, Brighton uh, hosts uh, Liverpool for a 2-0 loss. Um, Brentford beats Burnley at home, 2-0. And then to round off the day, Manchester United gets a hat trick from uh, Ronaldo uh, beating uh, Tottenham 3-2, which is actually a pretty good game. It was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it was a good back-and-forth exchange. Um, I, I guess I guess we just have to say it. Uh, Harry Maguire, man, uh, he got an own goal, and I don't. Know, I, I felt like he otherwise had a decent game. Yeah. It, you know the one thing though that doesn't help him is um. God, Patrick Beverly's so unlikable. He just, uh Yeah. <laughs> Keep it coming. Keep it coming. He just, he, he just milks that. Anyway. Playoffs. Um, That's where he's at. Uh, anyway, uh, Harry Maguire, just every time he gets on the ball, you know, he just has no confidence, man. I yeah. feel bad for him. I really do. I, I think he's a better defender than a lot of people give him credit for. It's just you're going to look at, oh, he got an own goal. Did you see the the goal itself? He, sl- he slide tackles across like a defender supposed to. It just happened to bounce in the wrong angle on the wrong part of his foot leg. And it goes in. If he doesn't make that challenge, is like, oh well, he let it go. You know he's a terrible defender. You know he he's in a no win position when when that ball bounced in. You know I don't blame him for that goal, but it is an own goal and it looks bad. But I feel like he's getting shit on unjustifiably. Yeah, I might have said that before. He's under the microscope. Yeah, he's he's because he's a scapegoat for for United, but then. On the other hand, oh, Ronaldo saved the game. Fair enough. He had a hat trick, and he had a, an amazing goal to start it off. The, that beautiful strike outside the box, you know. That's what we know Ronaldo for, right? Lovely little header, and then a, a little tap-in from service from uh, Jaden Sancho. And uh, Harry Kane got on. But, yeah, that's the story of that match. 
Um, Sunday, Chelsea beats Newcastle at home, 1-0. Kind of put the brakes on Newcastle. Barely. Yeah, Havertz got a got got his goal in to keep his form. They did get away with the penalty. I will say. Yeah. I will say Chelsea got away with one. But, you know, they're at home and uh, what can you do? Great great goal by Havertz, so uh, the touch he had to, to oh, score that lovely. was really nice. Um, lovely yeah. with the pillow of just the touch of an angel there. Yeah, smash and grab kind of last moment. But, uh, you know, good result mm-hmm. for Chelsea, I guess. I mean, they're not that they're not as, as scintillating as they were at the beginning of the season. But, you know, results is the name of the game and they're getting them uh, following um, match. By the them. way, yeah, there's a rumor that. Real Madrid are interested in Reese James, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I, I feel like they're interested in half half of the Euro, the European uh, elite. Well, and to 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 that, half the players are interested in Madrid too. Oh well, I'd have to get a a quote on that, but I'm not sure. Aside from Mbappe, I don't know about Reese James commenting on that. But, I mean, uh, you you would imagine there's but, there's. There's teams that have pull, right? And I always talk about Barcelona having that pull. I mean, everyone's attached to Barcelona. Cassier, who I guess they've already done. But Aspi, Christensen, Cassie. There's another player I'm forgetting. They're all tied to Barcelona, pretty much done. Because Even, they're on expiring contracts. So they they are, but, but they have a, that means they have a choice. And... Barcelona has a lot of pull. Let's not let's not negate that. Let's not and ignore. When the fact. you don't pay a transfer fee, you also can offer a lot of money. Yeah, so that's yeah. It, it goes. It's a, a lot of factors, I think. But yeah, but these. But the fact is that a lot of teams can probably pay that. Right, can pay whatever wages they want. Yeah, on a free. Um. Well, uh, not a lot of teams are willing to. You know, not a lot of teams are willing to because you know maybe for players like Kessie and Aspi and well Aspi and Christensen no. Gessie, I think he still has a lot of upside, so I could see that. Yeah, but, but wait, Christian Christensen is still kind of young. But he's not that good. He's he's so he's it, not he's not starting level Barcelona good. No, I know. I yeah, don't think so. But I mean, he's a depth option for I, sure. I know what you're trying to get at, though. I think the, yeah, these teams have pull. Be, yeah, yeah, because of like the narrative that has existed for it feels like the dawn of time. But you know, sooner or later, that that pull does wear off, and there's going to be kids that if you don't win. And uh, and that's the thing, and that's what I'm trying to get at, get on is that more kids are enthused with different teams these days. Like, you know, it's the FIFA era. It's like PSG. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Real Madrid and, and Barca are, are not in that tier, but you know, I think that pull factor is less existent than it was in you know previous years when Ronaldo and Messi were there. Yeah, and we're I not too far removed from that. And when teams don't perform for long for long periods of time, like Manchester United haven't. Manchester United's biggest accomplishment in the last, was it five, six years, is winning the Europa League in, I think, 17? Yeah, yeah. I think 17 was the year, right? Yeah, um, yeah. They're at risk for becoming irrelevant, like you said, to the newer generation of players and, and fans. So if you don't win, if you don't do shit for an extended period of time, yeah, that, that does have a point. But if you stay in, if you stay successful, if you stay in the conversation... If you're competitive for a good amount of time, the, these teams have pull, man. 
Real yeah, Madrid, but not, I'm just, Bayern I, Munich. I think they still have pull. It's just not as much as they used to. That, that's all I'm trying to allude to. Because before, the, the that kind of pull was undeniable, and no club was really coming close to it. I think there's there's many options that that are just as good, if not better, than, than the opportunities there. Uh, but, you know, like I said, it's it's hard to say that if a player has interest, you know, we, we won't exactly know. I think it's an, ass- it's, sure. it's an assumption that we make, like, it's, oh, it's, it's Barcelona. Mo- it's a money thing, too, it's, right? Yeah, 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 it's an assumption that's made, though, that, oh, it's Barca-Madrid. Of course they'll never say no. Maybe some players are not enthused with the idea, you know? It's not for everybody, I guess. It's not. It's a, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm sure there's a subset of players, even if Real Madrid and Barcelona were, like, really great. Yeah. Um, well, I guess in Barcelona's case, it's like, I don't want to play for that shit, you know? Anyway, uh, where were we? Everton hosts Wolves for a 1-0 loss. And uh, Everton, man, I don't know. They're stinking up the joint. They do have three games in hand, but their uh, follow-up uh, follow-up games in the near future aren't looking too hot. Yeah, I think it's what's expected. Um, and uh, again, Frank Lampard just took, took a thankless job and maybe another smudge on his resume. Yeah. Bad idea all around. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Leeds finally get a win, though. Yeah, it's, it had been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's been like a good two months. It probably yeah. has been. Um, yeah. yeah. Nice the, goals. The last goal was really. Very last minute, too. Very. Yeah. Big. Norwich tied it in stoppage time, I believe. And then um, at the very end, sorry, I'm burping. At the very end, uh, Leeds pull it off, man. I'm happy for them, though, because Norwich is definitely going down, and I don't want Leeds to go down. I wore a Leeds shirt at our last, uh, you know, five-a-side little tournament that we had. Yeah, it was a good result for them, and it might be enough to just, like, push them to the the finish line. So we'll see how it pans out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... uh, Southampton took another loss against Watford of all teams. Cucho uh, Hernandez, <laughs> what a week he's had! Scored yeah. an own goal, and then scored a brace for Watford. And uh, wow, how do you say this guy's name? Mohamed El Yunuzi yeah. for Southampton, scoring. Yeah, not enough. Two one lost. West Ham beat Aston Villa though. Yeah, really nice goal. Well, both of them I, I really enjoyed. Yarmolenko got a, you know, got a nice little moment. Uh, it's been two years, I think, since he scored. Yeah. And being Ukrainian and everything, it meant, it meant a whole lot for everybody. So, you know, that was sentimental. Uh, Fornals got in there, and then Jacob Ramsey for Aston Villa. And then Arsenal, I feel, wiped the floor with Leicester. Leicester had their maybe 15 minutes in the first half. But, yeah, 2-0. Uh, yeah, Arsenal had their way from, from the start to finish. I mean, there was moments that Leicester countered well. They had a much better second half. But, you know, um, Ramsdale played really well. Ramsdale had a great game. He had a great save. Even uh, there was one save. I think there was a header from Harvey Barnes, was it? I think so. And even Brendan Rodgers was like... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, 2 0. Uh, Arsenal look good. Arsenal look good. 
And then on Monday, to round off the match week, uh, Crystal Palace hosts uh, Manchester City. And, um, you know, out of a possible six points that Crystal Palace can have against City, they've taken four, uh, which, you know, is, is pretty significant for a team on Crystal Palace's level compared to City, of course, who've been very dominant in the last, you know, five, six years. Um, last time I asked you this, though, you were kind of, I guess, I don't know, confident. Uh, as it stands now, now that the games have been caught up, City have one point advantage over uh, Liverpool. Um, how do you feel about your chances about retaining your league title? I, I still feel the same. I, you know, <clears throat> all of our toughest matches, I feel like we've got through with the exception of one. And that tough game is going to be played at our home. So Against Liverpool. Against Liverpool. And I think a, a draw or a win sees us off into the title. So that's the way I see it. And But, you know, football's crazy. When, when In reference to this match in particular, um, I thought we should have won. We hit the post like three or four times. And it's one of those things where sometimes it doesn't go in. Uh, but credit to, <clears throat> to Crystal Palace. It's the first time ever they get this many points on City ever. Uh, since recorded, since you know the Premier League stats have been recorded across two games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Um, and yeah, I mean overall, I, I still feel pretty confident. You know, at, at the end of, the, I'd feel less confident if we weren't th- at the top. There's 27 points to work for. Right, right. Nine games. Yeah. So, out of those 27 points, and. It's hard to say that you'll get all 27, right? Yeah, that would be unprecedented. Right. But if both teams go perfect... If, yeah. Yeah. Well, they can't you know. go. They yeah, both yeah, they, can't they, go. Of course they can't. Yeah. Um, but that, but that's what I mean. So, eight games, 24 points. <laughs> that, let's say that that happens. That one game is really the decider. It's tough with both being in, um, in the uh, Champions League... That and for both. me doesn't decide it though. I can point to the Southampton draw and say that decided it a month ago. I could point yeah. to the you know I, I don't look at at the league that way. It's a culmination well, of both all teams. Like, well, okay, what we can say is both teams caught up in games. Yeah, yeah. Today. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, that was today, right? Yeah, today, today. Okay, yeah. so both teams caught up. So really, that's the rest of the season that you have to work for. But again, you still have the, the FA Cup to, to contend and the Champions League to contend. Right, right. And um, I think as it stands... Liverpool only have the Champions League to worry about. Oh, they're not in the FA Cup? No, no. I don't mm-hmm. think so, at least, if I'm not mistaken. So that adds, but also you have to think about the draws that you get for for the next round. Um, yeah, I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting. It adds just a little bit of more suspense to the league. You know, it makes it a little more special when things are hard fought. Maybe it's not going to be that dominant 100-point season. But if you're able to eke out the the season with, you know, two, one, two points, then I I personally feel like it makes it a little more sweeter when you cross that finish line just by by a hair. It feels better when you do it by 20. But um, You think so? Yeah, certainly. Uh, because they're helpless. They're playing the last month of the season for no purpose, aside from finishing in Champions League. It's uh, like an anaconda yeah. squeezing the life out of a rabbit. 
Yeah, I mean, the it's nice to barely win it as well because I felt that sensation, but I'd prefer to just have it done and dusted. I mean, but, like, imagine being at the pub, right? And you're like, oh, this is the last game of the season. We already walked it, right? Yeah. But the last game of the season, you score, you know, that goal in the 70th minute and you're up, you know, 2-1. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, everybody's screaming. Everyone's fucking cheering. You know, singing but songs you're, and you're stuff. Not, yeah, but you don't reference the anguish that you feel during that game. Exactly. I that's that's I, what makes it special. You're just I don't like enjoy fucking, that. No, you're I don't biting know. your fucking knuckles. And nah. It's like asking me if I'd rather win a game by 20 points or just by 10. Or, sorry, by 2 points. No, I'd rather, I'd rather sweep and not have to sweat it, you know. But I, I, don't, I don't like putting myself under any unnecessary <laughs> anguish. So, yeah, I'm always going to pick walking it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a nice culmination for the neutral. But at the end of the day, I don't look at it as City versus Liverpool. I look at it, I look at it as City versus the league. So you got to win your games. That's all. Well, all the, other, all the other teams that play against these two teams are, are going to try and be a spoiler. They're going to be, well, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be, okay, you guys, you guys are really trying to get this, this title. We're, we're going to fuck you. We're going to really fuck this up. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there were some games today. Tottenham beats Brighton 2-0. Uh, Harry Kane... Uh, Slowly racking up the goals, man. Making up for the shitty season that he had to start in the first, I don't know, four months. Yeah, yeah. He's picked um, it up for sure. Picked it up quite quite handily. And Christian Romero gets on the board. Uh, Brighton slowed down from their nice little start that they had. Um, I don't know if we've talked about that enough, but, you know, Brighton, uh, you know, they're still comfortably, I think, yeah, they're still comfortably in the league, there, but they're in 13th place right now. And uh, uh, I think we all remember when they were in the top f- five, maybe even leading at one point. Yeah, they were. They had a, a good start. Um, but yeah, they, they've conceded a lot of goals. And maybe that's uh, one weakness that uh, Grant Parker has. Also quality, man. We can't negate that. And then Liverpool beats uh, Arsenal 2-0. Arsenal with a couple of defensive blunders. Uh, Jota and uh, Firmino get on the board. And that's all she wrote. Yeah. Interesting choice not to start uh, Salah. But, you know, in the end, Wasn't it didn't Wasn't he matter. a little injured? That's what I was hearing. He still ended up playing, but I, I would have thought that, you know, he'd start and get subbed off. but mm. Or not play at all. But he actually did come in in the second. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah. I didn't know that. Other than that, I mean... The teams are pretty even, you know, in terms of uh, opportunities. And then, like, it came down to the defensive mistakes. And Liverpool are and, and Arsenal are good for that. Arsenal are good for uh, a little fuck up here and there. Yeah, it could happen to anybody, to be fair. That's true. But two two of them, you know, it's unforgivable against a team like Liverpool. They'll, they'll punish you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay, let's talk about some uh, previews. Uh, okay, let's get into it. Okay, so we'll start off with, for Thursday, uh, Everton versus Newcastle. And maybe this was a battle <laughs> five months ago. Yeah. But today it feels like... Uh, it's a new day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does feel like a new day. And um, it feels like Newcastle are going to put the work on uh, Everton. You know about uh, Calvert Lewin's little legal issue that he had? Oh, did he drink driving or some shit like oh, that? Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear reckless about that. driving. I think it was. Oh, okay. Um, <sighs> you know, it's he's young. He's gonna learn. He'll learn. They only have nine points in September. Ah, man, that's that's incredible. And to the fact 
that the the manager that they started the league with is currently into the quarterfinals of the champions is even wilder. I mean, the team has gone through many transitions. Wait, say that again? Carlo Ancelotti? No, they didn't start off with him. That was last season. Oh, last season, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh last, I see what, you mean. And, I see what yeah, you're trying yeah, to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, crazy yeah. to think that just so recently they had him and now they've fallen this much. I could have swore he, he joined Madrid this season. He did, but at the uh, at the end of last season. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's pretty between, crazy. I don't know. Um, it's pretty wild to think that. There's a huge contrast there, right? One team is probably, not. I wouldn't say probably, but they have a not so high percentage of being relegated versus the other team, which is aspiring for European success. It's wild. Yeah. Wild, wild, wild. Yeah, but yeah, I have uh, Newcastle winning that. Uh, what? Uh, one new. I wonder how big of a deal that is. Is that like a Sunderland type drop? Pretty similar, yeah. Probably worse. Yeah. Or near, you know. Yeah, worse. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Friday Wolves versus Leeds. Wow. That's a good one. It's hard to go against Wolves on this one, especially when they're at home. Yeah, I I think Wolves will. Will win this one ultimately, but it'll be a good battle. I think like two one something like that. I'm gonna go two two. Uh, go wild. Hey, it could happen. I'd say Leeds need the points more than Wolves do. So for sure. And then uh, Aston Villa versus Arsenal. Wow, that's a good game. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. I'll take Arsenal. Though. I'll take a two two again. Yeah, I'll take Arsenal myself. Two uh, nil. But I would like – I'm going to enjoy the theatrics of it. You know, Emmy Martinez being the former player and all of that good jazz. But I just think Arsenal, they, they need somebody to beat up on, and this is the perfect team. <sighs> after after taking an L to Liverpool, you know, I just feel like, you know, they'll, they'll unleash. But, you know. And, you know, at some point the little streak comes to an end, right? And then the, it's going to be a little bit of a rough – A little bumpy. A little, little rough getting back into the swing of things. A draw isn't a bad result against Villa. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And again, they're still one point uh, ahead of United with two games in hand. Um, so it wouldn't be the end of the world to get a draw. They're a better team, I think, than than Aston Villa. So yeah, but I, I'll maintain the two-two, even though I almost talked myself out of it. Yeah. Um, following that, Manchester City versus Brighton. Well, we know what happened last time. Was that postponed, or is that on? Oh, you know what? It is. Yeah, because I wasn't sure about it. Because it says, well, it says to be determined, so it's not quite postponed yet. I mean, it, yeah, I, I didn't have an official kickoff time for that either. I was, I, that's why I was going to skip over it. Yeah. Um, but let's say it happens. Uh, we know what happened last time, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the football's unpredictable. <laughs> but if, if we're going to win the league, we have to win everything from here on out. So, yeah, you'd hope so. You'd hope they can beat Brighton. 3-0. Yeah, 2-0 for me. Thereabouts, you know. So, so, something like that. Nothing yeah. big, nothing bad. Just a little something, something. Yeah. And then Leicester versus Brentford. You know what? I'll give it to Brentford, 1-0. Man, that'd be crazy, but it's possible. I, I'll, I'll take a draw myself. I'll take a 1-1 draw, but, yeah, anything can happen. Uh, West Ham Spurs, man, that's a good one. I'll take West Ham, though. 2-1. Give me a draw. 1-1. Fair enough. Double hockey sticks. 
Is that the last thing for Sunday? Yes, sir. I think the Everton-Watford game was also postponed. You know what? Um, there's FA Cup. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's it's just it was a pretty decent S- chunk. Saturday is um, Middlesbrough versus uh, Chelsea. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Middlesbrough, if they beat Chelsea, man, what a run. United. Um, United. It's, it's No, fuck. Yeah, I, no, Tottenham, United. Yeah, Arsenal. United, Tottenham, Chelsea. Yeah, I think they, they beat Arsenal, too. Did they? Yeah, recently. Or No, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm confusing them with Nineham Forest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They right, look, right, right, the, yeah. The kids look the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. Never mind. But, uh, yeah, that... That's a crazy one. Yeah, you made me second guess. And then Crystal Palace played Everton. Yeah. Southampton City. Fuck. That's what that's one. gonna be. Oh, that's why the games are are uh, postponed then. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one too. That's a very good one. And then Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool. It's <laughs> another good one. But I mean, you gotta assume that those two teams are gonna beat. But it's the magic of the cup. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I I favor the favorites in all of these, but I have City, Crystal Palace, and Liverpool winning. But we'll see. All right, so we'll we'll see what's going on there. Yeah, and then there won't on. be games for a good while because of international break. Uh, which is fine. I, I think. These guys deserve a <laughs> lovely little international break. So for Clásico, who do you have? Barcelona, Real Madrid. Um, I'll go with the Barcelona win. A slim margin of uh, 2-1. 2-1. Yeah. <sighs> I can't co-sign that. Oh, and I, I don't expect you to. That's yeah. your team. Maybe you I'm know? being biased. Maybe, no, but maybe I'm I mean, being biased. But there's but levels. There's man. there's everything to go off of as well. If anything, I'm the one that's being biased, because um, you know, I have to mind the gap that one exists. team is ten points clear. That's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm alluding to. And uh, but form is a powerful thing. And both are in great form. Both are in. I great would say form. one is in more. One is in more. Uh, I would say a juxtaposed form, like. They came from the gutter to where they are at now, and I, sure, I think you, the momentum. You can look at it that way, but are like Barcelona beating uh, Sociedad four one? I don't are know. Are they beating uh, PSG three one? Yeah, no, I, I I hear you, but my my thing is like, who's lost the game more recently? I think Madrid have, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you're probably I'm, I'm, right. I'm yeah. pointing to 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 the even uh, as far back as the PSG game, the first leg. I mean, it's it, they're both teams in good form. Let's just I'll say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just say uh, Barca are also in good form, but I mean, I'm going. But also, Barca are a bit healthier because uh, Madrid, if they don't play, because Mendy's uh, injured, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And Ben's has a bit of a knock. Yeah, the rest of the team fine, but those two those two guys are a big miss. So yeah. we'll see, but we still have a great I, mid. I wouldn't be surprised at a draw either. I mean, I, I don't think it's a wash for either side. No, no, I don't think so. I'm it's excited more, for it. It's, it's more competitive. It's the most, it's the most exciting one in, in about two years, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, though all the narrative is, is there. And yeah, and no no Messi, Ronaldo bullshit. Just straight Real Madrid versus Barcelona hatred. Yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, Anything else? Galaxy, did you watch the game? 
Um, no, I wasn't able to catch it this weekend, but I, I take it <sighs> yeah. I didn't miss much. Um, Galaxy should have won. Uh, uh, Saunders got try telling bullshit. a Saunders fan that yeah they got bullshit goals they have to know that uh, Chicharito got on the board and then oh Efrain Alvarez almost repeated last week's antics oh man uh, Cabral is LA I, I don't know he's French right yeah <laughs> yeah well, uh, you you'll you just just Google Cabral on, on uh, Galaxy Twitter and you'll you'll hear uh, their opinions but. Raheem, um, Raheem Edwards. Raheem Edwards. Raza Edwards, man. What a player. Yeah, he's pretty good. And I like this guy. Douglas Costa. Oh, he had a he had a lovely little free kick goal. Yeah. I, I like the team. It's not bad. They still, don't there's still some gaps great, there. But, but the but Araujo had a bad defensive game. You know, happens to players. Whatever. But the, the center backs do need some work. Um Midfield needs to be a little more decisive. But other than that, I like the team. Galaxies, you know, what can you do? Yeah, right anyway. now, I'd say they're better than last year. Oh, for sure. Still currently... no, it was definitely a winnable game. If it wasn't for bullshit goals and uh, uh, Galaxy not being able to capitalize and finding that final pass, they'd be 3-0, uh, three, uh, three nine points. But as it stands, they have six points. Right, it's fine. Right. Uh, long season. Anyway, anything else you got to get off your chest? No, no, not exactly. All right. Everything's pretty, uh, I think we covered, I mean, obviously the following pods are going to be more, uh, well, look, going forward, we'll be more yeah, international more, team heavy. More high, high stakes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, the, well, the men's national team for us is, uh, coming out tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure a lot of the other teams are going to be trickling in over time. So we'll, we'll be able to. To get our ideas and our thoughts based on the next, because Mexico versus U.S. is next week, I believe. Yeah, it is Thursday. Like near, yeah, yeah. So right. we'll we'll, we'll uh, oh, focus damn. on that and uh, maybe have a little friendly wager. Yeah, <laughs> I actually needed uh, to do something that day too, but in the morning. But we'll talk bueno about tío. that off the off the record. <laughs> bueno, tío. All right, man. Uh, two guys, two mics, two pints. Episode number eighty-six, and we'll be back next week. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs>